Hi everyone, welcome back to Behind the Timeline, the podcast where we examine pop culture in films, television, and books across the ages. As always, we are your hosts, Lindsay and Scott. If you're interested in finding out what we've already covered or what we've got coming up in the future weeks, be sure to leave us a follow on Instagram at GoBehindTheTimeline, check us out on Twitter at Behind Timeline, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Additionally, links to our Patreon and our official website can be found in the episode descriptions if you would like to support the podcast. And now, on with the show. Rogue leader. <laughs> Simply red standing by. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so we're 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 going now. We're rolling. We're rolling. Um hi everybody. Welcome to a very special episode. I'm so excited to do this and yet I'm so not excited to do this. And I feel like that's how I start every episode that we've been doing the last couple weeks. Um but yeah, hi Lindsay, how are you? Hi, I'm good. I am excited to do this one. I genuinely, I, <laughs> I have a lot of negative things to say, but I'm also excited. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm stoked. But before we get into anything, I'm really excited because one of my very good friends, Eric, is here. Um, Eric is uh, a, a fellow Star Wars nerd. We were actually just rapping about Lord of the Rings before we got on here, and I didn't know he knew as much about Lord of the Rings as he dropped on me. So I kind of feel like I'm uh i don't know i'm kind of fine i kind of feel like i don't know eric at all now <laughs> <So>. <laughs> eric thank you so much for coming on the show i really appreciate we really appreciate it thanks scott i'm, I'm happy to be here because i'm really excited about star wars oh good me too because Lindsay, uh, dude i i'll have to show you the text when we're done but I, Lindsay and i will do this thing when it's a show that the other one really cares about that will text each other like play-by-plays of the episode and the other night Lindsay was finishing six and seven and she was just sending us like every 12 seconds it was like a new text and a new play-by-play and i fucking <laughs> loved it dude it was so awesome you you did it for me in wheel of time and it was the I highlight did. of my week was watching wheel of time and then immediately watching wheel of time again while you recap with me well because i would put it on and you would like put it on maybe 10 minutes before i had a chance to yeah start replaying it now it's just so i'm i rewatched all but like the first 10 minutes of every episode of wheel time because i was catching up to you just anyway i haven't i have enjoyed that with this show though and um will continue to give me you my live reactions of star wars and i will say like i have a lot of like very blase um kind of irritable things to say about this and Star i kind of figured you whole. were gonna be spicy like this like you were with return of the jedi i was i was kind of figuring you were spicy a little, but I will I will preface the next probably 90 minutes of Spice by saying I did actually like this, I, but I'm about to tear yeah. in a new asshole at every No, corner, that's so totally fine. I, I did I like it, though. <laughs> I expect nothing less. But with that, Eric, I have a very important question for you um, because it should come as no surprise to anybody that Star Wars is a very important pillar of my personality. Some could say it is the pillar of my personality. Um. But what is what is why what is Star Wars to you? Why why is Star Wars? Why are you here on this episode? Star Wars really um, was my entire childhood. Uh, I mean, you go I back to the original you, original uh, trilogy was, I mean, that was years four through seven for me. I watched those constantly, and when the prequels came out, even though I'm a huge critic of the prequels because mm-hmm. the as direction. As, yes, exactly, as they should be. But as I get older, I look at the prequels and I say, okay, Revenge of the Sith, wonderful. 
The other two I could do without, but interesting. Uh, I, I, I may have to bring um, you back for those. The uh, I, I'd say the original trilogy really got me excited. All time favorite character of any um, cinematic experience, any movie would be Darth Vader. So oh, I'm good. a he- biggest Star Wars fan, but not many people know that because I don't get to talk about it very often. See, and that's the thing. That's why I was really like stoked when I asked you if you wanted to come on and you were like, hell yeah, dude, like book me for that. Like it was, I should have shown you the text, Lindsay. It was like, he was the most excited since Andrew found out that I was going to ask him to come back for Top Gun. Is <laughs> Andrew going to come on for Top Gun? That'll be good. He totally well, not, not to mention, like I literally um, watch, I watch Boba Fett, the uh, book of Boba, um, at least three or four times during every time the new episode would come out, it would be oh, three yeah. or four times. And okay, then so you I'm, liked this right off the bat. I right lo- I loved show. it right off the bat. I loved uh, Mandalorian season two. I loved Mandalorian season one. Um, but I'd, I'd have to say Boba Fett has, has a little bit more meaning to me because that was, uh, if I'm not Darth Vader, it's Boba Fett. It's so. Boba Fett. See, and that's that's where we're going to get into the weeds on some of the stuff in this episode is I have a just a treasure trove of of knowledge about where this could have gone and what they could have done and where it actually did go. So I but true to our nature and the way that we do things here, I'm going to let Lindsay kind of steer the ship here because she is the one that has a lot of questions about certain things or honestly like even who people are why we were doing this so yeah i'm gonna let <laughs> Lindsay kind of set the stage i want you guys to know i am gonna come off i'm just gonna preface the beginning of this episode by saying like i'm gonna come off like i did not enjoy this show but i want you to know it actually was not as bad as i expected it to be halfway through like by season by the third episode i was like i don't have a whole lot of faith in this show and then it really kind of did turn around on me so yeah i just want to set that straight yeah and i i will steer the ship through my many questions my reading comprehension i am not good at star wars actually i'm starting to notice that like i am really you know for it within the the classes of nerds right like compared to random people i'm sure i do okay but like i am a i am like the lowest level of of nerd when it comes to star wars i struggle my star wars comprehension sucks so there's a lot that i'm like what the fuck is happening (laughs) and i think i wanted i want to break this discussion into kind of like two main things that i want to talk about one is what the fuck actually is going on yeah um and what's happening with Boba Fett and like what, what this story is about. And the other is like the greater meta mm-hmm. issues at hand and the Mandalorian and Grogu and baby Yoda. And <laughs> God fucking damn it. And like how great that was and kind of what, what is happening in a larger sense here. Like what actually the, the purpose yeah. of this show was and also the phenomenon of just like most people seeming to like Mando better than. Mm-hmm. And fucking Boba Fett right now. So I want to save that towards the end of the conversation and talk about what the hell this show is about first. But that's kind of the things that I really want to hit on here. So let's talk like details. So I want to start a movement called hashtag destroy Tatooine. Yes, I know. I know all about it. I this. agree. 
<laughs> yeah. I, I motherfucking totally hate agree. Tatooine. Explain to me why this is the setting for all the Star Wars shows. What 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 is going on? Why are we here? So I actually do have an answer for that, and it really does kind of suck. Um, or Well, it doesn't suck that I have an answer, but the majority of Star Wars properties play off nostalgia. Everything is about where something came from. And so the choice to make, obviously it had to start on Tatooine because that's where Boba Fett quote unquote died in return of the Jedi. And he's been missing for 30 years. So actually Inside now it's closer to like 42 years, 39 in the sandworm? years since 1983, my friend, 1983. Yeah. He's been missing for 39 years. No, but um, like in, in, in the actual timeline, no, no, well, okay, okay, so yeah. I'm like, in, how long was he in the belly of the sandworm? No, in the timeline, yeah, he is missing for, I think, about, I think it says, like, a month or two he's down there. Because the wreckage of Jabba's sailing barge is still there. It's still strewn around the area. The Jawas haven't come and picked it clean. They probably wouldn't because it's the Sarlacc pit, and they probably wouldn't want to go near that shit. Right. It's but, probably still listed as sacred for uh, for the for um, the Tuskens of the desk. Of the yeah. So it's about I I want to say it's about two months or so. He gets out. He blasts his way out. The Jawas are there. They're waiting for him. They're not waiting for him, but they find him after he passes out. How is um, he alive after two months though? Like, so that that's Beskar. That's you have to remember that shit. Is, he's severely wounded, though. Like, don't get me wrong. But how is he, he is, like eating and drinking? What do you mean? Oh, he's not. He's like passed out. He's surviving for two on, months. Maybe I don't know. It could be like a week later. We we really that's the thing. We really it yeah, really doesn't establish. So it. I'm so confused. Okay, but go on. But so yeah. he's in there for some amount of time. That doesn't he is in him. there for X amount of time. Yeah, and then he uses his um. In the original story, his jetpack malfunctions again, and he the jetpack launches him out, and he is like crawling through the desert with his armor like severely damaged. In this, he activates his flamethrower and basically burns a hole through the Sarlacc, which creates a bit of a plot hole for later on, but whatever. Um... And then he like basically digs him, digs himself out. So he's out of there, right? He passes out in the sand. The Jawas take his armor. It ends up with Cobb Fanth. We saw all that from season two of The Mandalorian. He right, then right. is with all these Tuscan Timothy raiders. Oliphant, yes. Yeah, Timothy Oliphant. Um, yeah. The absolute smoke show sheriff of Mos es- Elgo. Elgo. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, yeah, he looks like a white Earp of tattoo. Bro, he totally was, man. And I wasn't a fan. I didn't watch Justified, but I kind of want to after watching this show now. I don't know if you guys are I familiar mean, he, with Justified. He, it was like a Western, modern day Western with Timothy Oliphant and Walter Coogan. I Kugans. haven't seen it, but uh, I mean, if, if it's with him, I'd probably want to see it then. Walton Coggins, that's his name. Walter Coogan. What the fuck is wrong with me? Um, Anyway, yeah, so he, we're on Tatooine because that's where Boba was last seen. So it has to start there, obviously. The problem that we come into is I don't understand his motivation for wanting to take over Jabba's like crime syndicate or like his, his power right. base. I don't understand that at all. I don't either. And then in the interim something that I'm like deeply like kind of disinterested in, but the show tells me is important 
is all this time that he spends with the Tuscan Raiders, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and assimilating to their culture and becoming one of them. And then they get murdered. And it's like this whole thing through the whole show. And they get killed by the uh, the fish guys, yes? The Pikes, yes. Right. They're called the Pikes but... Syndicate. They're from a planet called Oba... Or, uh, Obadiah. Show. Obadiah, yeah. They are distractingly fish. They and, are very fish. Um, it's very distracting to me. And so they're the ones who actually killed the Tuscan Raiders. Tuscan Raiders, yep. They like make it look like they leave the symbols of the cyberpunk kids that don't belong in this no, show. Right? Which what actually, the fuck is that? What's happening with fifty percent of this? What's going on? Who that is not it's not the mods. So that that group of Power Rangers motorcycle modification fucktards. <laughs> I hate them. I hate them so much, dude. They are literally the worst part of this show. Um I it's totally not agree. them, actually. It's the swoop bike gang that Boba steals the bikes from in episode two. Oh. It's that, that it's more, more of that game. And they blame okay. the Pikes blame that gang for the attack on the Tuscans, which honestly I don't understand. I right, don't know why they needed to it. frame them because by this point they've already attacked the Pike shipping train. So he would understand that the Pikes were seeking revenge. So if they just killed all of the Tuscans and now Boba's all alone, why are they afraid that he's going to come after them? They're obviously arrogant enough to think like we have superior numbers. We can beat anybody. So why would they pretend that the swoop bike is the one that attacked him? I don't or attacked really the Tuscan that either. Him. Like, why are they interested in him at all at this stage? Who, the Tuscans or the Pikes? The Pikes. So the Pikes are interested in him because he taught the Tuscans, after they stole the swoop bike gang swoops, to attack the spice train that was running through their territory. Because every Got time it. the spice train came through, it was killing the Tuscans. And they okay, were just trying to live in their desert. Sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And he was like, oh, they taught them to be like to be able to defend themselves better because they did that whole training montage. Okay. Right, exactly. Okay. Okay. That actually makes a lot more sense to me. Cause I I mean, that was right in front of me. I just my Star Wars comprehension, right? So mm-hmm. I was like, what? Why? <laughs> so all right, that makes sense. So that's kind of what So like what is what is this crime syndicate plotline? So it's like I because I am like, who? This whole yeah. time, I'm so confused by Star Wars, you guys, and everybody's like a fish, or they're talking out of their throat. And I'm just like, what is going on? So if I'm if I'm putting it together better now, then what's happening is, for reasons that we do not understand, except I thought vengeance for his people, maybe, but he that's like how it started. To- and then he got Slave One and hunted down the Swoop Bite Gang, which was a sick ass scene. I love that the- he got what now. Okay, sorry, let me rephrase that because it has been changed. Um, (laughs) Boba's ship was originally called Slave One. It's a fire spray 1616C or something like that. It's a a, uh, military patrol vehicle, prison patrol vehicle that his dad stole. Um, Okay. That ship is the ship that he hunts down the swoop bike gang with that he thinks killed his, his Tusken Raider buddies. He blasts them all to hell and kills them. And then he drops a sonic charge inside the Sarlacc because he's a vengeful. Right. Well, that that yeah. necessarily wasn't him, back. though. That was uh, Fennec who. Oh, well, Fennec was... had to do it. Yeah, but. 
that, yeah, I guess that's a good point. Fennec was the one that did that. You're right. You're right. You're right. I don't even know how she would know it was there, though. I know that there were a how, couple. How things. would she know? Like, okay, this isn't my ship, but you know what? Oh, let's press a button. Let's see how this works. I know it's my first time on on this ship, and I definitely know he's got some kind of like landmines or whatever. And then I don't know that. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about that, is kind of like really confusing. And like with her, we last saw her in the Mandalorian, like left for dead in season. So in season one, episode six, the episode is called the gunslinger. Yeah. 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 That was a very cool episode of the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. I, this I recall. That's when he goes to Tatooine the first time. It's also where he meets. I can never remember her name, but it's the chick that fixes his ship for him and watches after Grogu. Cause he teams up with another newbie ish bounty hunter who is like touted as a quick draw artist. Right. And then they go after the bounty on Fennec Shan. They find her, but the gunslinger finds her first and then she finds she tries to double cross or she tries to like buy her freedom by telling him like dude you know that he's the one that attacked um the imperial garrison on navarro like he's a wanted man like imagine how much more money he's worth and so he's like okay well if i've got this guy over here now like what do i need you for and he shoots her in the stomach so yeah she's left for dead on the sands of tatooine just like boba fett was <clears throat> and then Boba finds her at the end of that episode. The secret scene is someone with boots and spurs walks up on her. And at that point I knew it was Boba Fett. There's nobody else that could have been coming for her like her. Okay. So that's where the timeline of this picks up basically. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, I know he's with the Tusken Raiders for a while before he hooks up with her, Mm -hmm. but he's been around. Mando shows up, does his thing he finds out so this is kind of happening like with the timeline ish of mandalorian season one more or less yeah because at the end of the first and two right obviously obviously and through the end of two so this takes a hot fucking minute right uh yeah this is like before this is like during season one of the mando and then right after season two and also like before season one of mando Mm -hmm. right it's like okay i so basically it picks up at the end of return of the jedi and yeah yeah it goes through because we have to find out where he's been and how he got out of there and that's what we we spend the first three episodes learning about is what he's been doing okay that makes sense so then he uh i mean this whole um, i know i'm just like what is the plot but honestly what is the plot so like so so wait so he hooks up with her and then he goes into Mos espa and like decides to be take over for jabba right yeah and then like bullshit ensues and these these fish people continue Pikes. to try to cause issues right that's what that's what's going on it's just it's just those guys still so basically yeah the main villain of this entire show is the pikes and i feel like such a moron by the way i'm like what well no it's <laughs> honestly dude like if you were coming into this without any kind of like here's the thing i know where this could have gone i know what could have happened i know the actual story that was honestly and you guys are welcome to flame me in the comments or the on twitter or whatever the actual original what is now called legends story is a thousand times better than this show and I'm I'm just I I my number one question coming out of the show was there is no explanation for why he wants to take over for Jabba. 
I just don't get that. Yeah, it just starts, it just is happening. I mean, I think that that's the foundational thing that had me so confused through this whole thing of like, yeah. you know, forget who's a fish. And, and half the time they're wearing the mask and I'm like, are these mm -hmm. the same guys? You know, and like I was like really lost. Well, I'm and like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Eric, right? Like they don't, do they ever actually explain it? I genuinely, like, I can't remember. Explain. Like, why does he want to take over for Jabba? No, they, they really don't. Um, I I feel like he made some character development in the end of Mandalorian Season 2. Mm -hmm. um, when he spent more time with uh, Mando and showed, like, the different way of uh, being a Mandalorian. I mean, essentially, he's not a Mandalorian, but... Yeah, Jango was, was more he of the... Um, uh, uh, what what's that? What's the Mandalorian group that was um on the moon? Death Watch? Death Watch. So that's what that's, that's who that's raised Mando. Exactly, and that's kind of maybe he brought something off of that, so it's more honor instead of oh, I mean, I'm in it for the money. But I don't understand his whole thought process. Oh, I want to take over for Jabba. I mean, you've been a bounty hunter for, I mean, at least thirty five years. Yeah. You're good at being a bounty hunter. No wonder Darth Vader said, Oh, I'm getting Boba Fett. I'm not I'm not going for no crazy Dengar right. or IG eighty eight or yeah. um uh, Is it because I mean, the Mandalorian on. is already that show about a about a bounty hunter? Well, like so it's here's very the thing. like, well, okay, so now what? <laughs> so <laughs> we but, but also of... before you get in it, let me just really quickly say before I lose uh, your train this thought is just that this is all very indicative of what kind of bugs me about star wars sometimes which is like yeah this makes sense like there would have been a power vacuum after java somebody would have had to take it like yeah Boba which Fett fortuna was there. Does. The, sure the guy he shoots at the end of mandalorian season two he shoots the fat guy on the chair and knocks and not him to over. mention he gained a lot of weight he gained a shit lot of weight dude yeah. <laughs> he must have been eating those little uh those, those little, little rat things, things. java was right. eating <laughs> But, but you see what i'm saying like it's just it's like a sure and the star wars like fills it in instead of telling an original story which we'll talk about a lot on the back half of this podcast but yeah. i just want to point that out now that this is kind of what's indicative of that of like why does he want to take over for java because it's nostalgia and we get to see the fucking rancor pit and all the things right it's because it's java's palace and we get to go back there it's because it's like it pulls the nostalgia strings to be on Tatooine. Like this is this whole like destroy Tatooine is like because Star Wars nostalgia. But but go on. But I think that well, that's kind of what's happening here. So just to kind of give you like a little bit of freedom from Tatooine, when we were talking about the Kenobi show the other night, mm -hmm. this takes also, place ten years after Tatooine. Return of the Sith or Revenge of the Sith. So it's going to be starting off with how obi-wan was looking after luke as a kid and also staying in hiding and he was trying to get in touch with luke and all that stuff but it is confirmed that the show will not take place entirely on tatooine so it will be he will be leaving tatooine to go do other shit elsewhere thank god all right well that's great because that's mm -hmm. what i would like to see i and you know that's why the mandalorian isn't like a hard stop for me which is <laughs> like because well, at I least know. most yeah. of it isn't on tatooine but like they're there a lot like i'm really really over it but it's because they can't he can't go to like other crazy planets like he can't go to coruscant that would cost so much money for them to design 
Well, that's why Tatooine and, and all it the movies because it's cheap. Yeah. It's, and it's just like, well, and this is a western, and Tatooine is a western type of saloon type city. And I appreciate like, that's what that. it's supposed to be for. I appreciate that, and it does feel like a western, and it's very well done in that regard. I just in a vacuum, you know. Yeah, but no, I'm so I know. fucking tired of it. I'm so tired of Tatooine. But you're, it doesn't make any of that invalid. Like that's what, like I say, I did like the show. I'm just yeah. gonna rail on it. No, and here's the thing, and I'm going to I'm going to just present this. I don't know how much of this you actually know either, Eric. I don't know if you remember or know any of his original uh continued story after Revenge of the Sith or Return of the Jedi. Um I do remember some legends, but most of my knowledge goes um during Galactic Civil War, so a lot of the oh, stuff okay. by Timothy Zahn that oh, I Oh yeah, uh, okay. I paid yeah, a lot so of you're going to know like the Bounty so Hunter like... Wars and Heir of the Empire and all that exactly, stuff. Exactly, okay. yeah. So I'm, Lindsay, I'm going to tell you what we could have gotten, and then I, I'm i going to ask you what you would have preferred. Okay, hit me. So the Now orig- that I understand the plot. Right. <laughs> now that we've spent 20 minutes explaining this seven-episode show to you. What happened in the yeah. show I just watched. Yeah, thank you. So originally, in what is now, again, now called Legends... Again, Boba Fett's jetpack malfunctions, and he flies out, and he's going to die. He is literally, like, dying crawling through the the desert and another bounty hunter named Dangar appears trying to sift through the wreckage of Jabba's um, like palace and the ship and ever the sailing barge and stuff. And he finds Boba Fett and he revitalizes Boba Fett. And so Boba and Dangar start partnering up, um, you know, as bounty hunters to kind of prove a, that Boba Fett's not dead but B, Boba Fett owes Dangar a, a bit of a debt, so he wants to like make good on that debt for a little bit. But he still, A, hates Han Solo and wants to come after him, and B, uh, is still a goddamn bounty hunter. Right. The, That's right. He does still hate Han Solo, and Han yes, Solo is still around. He like just had that altercation. It's like he's uh-huh. completely forgotten about everything that just went down. Yep it's yeah it's and like his whole life is a bounty hunter like it is it's so random and it it doesn't get tied in satisfactorily to um the whole backstory with the the tuscan raiders no. like i they the show really wanted us to care about that we spent a lot of time there. yeah we did we really did and i just well, didn't feel like it connected to his his later Goals. It didn't. It really had nothing to do. The only time the Tuscans ever come back up after we find out he killed them and it catches back up to present day is he uses the pike he got from the the or he uses the gaffy stick he made when he was inducted into their tribe to kill Cad Bane. That's the only time that the Tuscans come back up again. But and so, that thing really was cool. Dead. And Cad Bane's the blue guy, yes. Cad Bane was the blue gunslinger, yeah. Thank you. So um eventually that was very cool his stick was very cool the gaffy stick is pretty dope i did actually really like that he got one i appreciated the stick i liked yeah. making the stick um i liked teaching the tuscan raiders how to how to fly the things um, oh yeah the swoops yeah that was first cool. couple episodes i had a really hard time with it i was like what the fuck like i didn't know what was going on i really kind of wasn't enjoying the first couple episodes and then when we got a little bit more in when he made the stick Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I like this. I like these guys now. I get it. And then it went nowhere. So so go on with what, yeah. what might have been. So, okay. So eventually he reclaims being a bounty hunter. But here's the thing. In the time that everybody believed Boba Fett had died during the fight on Jabba's sailing barge, another bounty hunter named Jodo Cast, J-O-D-O, last name K-A-S-T, bought 
Mandalorian armor and painted it very similar to Boba Fett's and was going around pretending to be Boba so he could cash in on his reputation and get higher paying jobs. And when Boba finds out about it, he is hella pissed. And so he leaves Dangar alone. Like he's like, Dangar, I got to go deal with this shit. Thanks, bro. You hooked me up. I'm getting out of here. Um, and he finds Jodo cast and fucking kills him. He's like, dude, you've been traipsing around using my name. We're not going to have that shit anymore. There's only one Boba Fett and he's me. And so he fucking, he kills him. If I remember correctly, I think he makes his jetpack malfunction and then the jetpack explodes with him wearing it. It's pretty fucking cool. And then Boba has like this final fight with Han Solo. And then they agree, like, we don't even know what we're arguing about anymore. Jabba's gone. There's no reason for us to hate each other. Boba doesn't want to be a bounty hunter anymore. He wants to reclaim like his heritage that his father had raised him to appreciate. And so he becomes the new Mandalore and revitalizes the Mandalorian people on the planet Mandalore. Okay, wait. I have thoughts. Okay. There's so many thoughts. Okay. First of all, I have issues with how that would have jived with the Mandalorian. Uh, with that's the, the problem. With the established on TV. I get why they didn't do this. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that up front. Like, that, I'm like, you can't just get best car like that. Like, that doesn't just, like, I'm like... <laughs> No, I know. It just doesn't, that doesn't jive with the existing canon. So first of all, that like bothers me a little bit, which tells me that um, the Mandalorian as a show did a good job because I like know about it. And I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense. It shows how rare and how sacred their armor is. Yeah. And there's just, there's other elements of like, like him reuniting on Mandalore and stuff. I'm like, but that's Mando should do like, no, I, you know what I mean? Like I care a lot about the characters in the other show. So I think I get why they didn't do that. Mm -hmm. And what I think would have been cool, as much as I liked what we got with Luke and Grogu, which we will move into shortly, um, how dope would it have been if we had that happen? Because we essentially got like the Mandalorian season three episodes, like one and two, right? One or one, two, three. Yeah. In yeah. this, so That's like, basically like what it episodes is. five, six, and seven. Honestly, really dude, this show right? could so, like. It could have been called Tales of Tatooine. It did not need to be called Book of Boba Fett. No, not at all. And I we're going to talk about that in one hot second. But I, I think what would have been cool from what you're saying was the original story would be if we let those three episodes happen in The Mandalorian. So all the Luke stuff, save it. Leave mm-hmm. Luke in The Mandalorian. And instead have a plot line where we did get Han. Dude, I was waiting like, for it. I genuinely was waiting for it every episode. Kind of cool. Yeah, that that I would have appreciated a lot because then we could have had a different approach to these parallel shows where because and we're we're like basically talking about it now. We're we're right into it of the way that this crosses over with Mandalorian and love it. Love the connected Star Wars universe. Love these t- timelines happening together. Would have been super cool approach to have Han in one show and Luke in the other and open up for crossover. Like that could have been neat, but I don't think that that overall plot jives with what they're establishing on TV. Here is what I would have liked to have seen. And Eric, I would love to know your take on this. I wanted, I wanted book of Boba Fett season one to end with them all. First of all, it just ends. There's no, this is what's happening. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, that's incorrect. Scott. 
it doesn't just end. It has like the cutest baby Yoda oh, shit I've ever sake. seen. It doesn't okay, just no, end. I, it's like I mean, a perfect ending to this. Are you kidding me? I That's going to feed Boba my Fett. soul till Mandalorian season three. Jesus Retract Christ. that. <laughs> For Boba Fett and Moss Espa and his story. Oh, he might as well just, not been in it. Yeah, it just fucking ends. They're all just like, ha ha ha, we're all friends with this bounty hunter that was hired by two slugs to kill fucking Boba. <laughs> but he works for us now because Boba saved his life during the street fight. No, what I wanted to have happen and what I was kind of expecting to have happen was someone was going to approach them while they were all standing around and say, Boba, there's a guy here that says he's got a job for you or says he wants to talk to you or whatever. And he walks into the cantina and all we see is the hip and the holster of Han's blaster. That would have been cool. I think that's how the show should have ended. I totally agree because I think that um han solo would have been a great addition to this show um even if it i know um there was rumblings about uh harrison ford doing deep fakes and i heard the same exact thing and they were they were basically saying okay well we can add han solo and i mean mark hamill did the voice did the voice for luke in the series i mean in the whole series yeah. In season two and in he's and also like Bulba. a really renowned voice actor though just he really is he i mean he's the I goddamn mean... joker <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly. like hamill's like joker. a very talented voice actor so i i would uh so i i mean call exception no exactly i mean he he's an amazing uh voice actor and i mean could you imagine hearing harrison ford speak i mean it, it would it would just blow people blow up the internet oh so yeah i would have i, I think totally it would have been agree. crazier that would have been the cherry on the top of seeing Cad Bane in live action. I think that oh, would have been the scary. greatest way to end it. How did he die? Yes, he's dead. That sucks. Are you sure? It it does suck. And yeah, he's totally dead. I um, wish it would have been him instead of Timothy Alphon in the thing. I thought it was, actually. I couldn't figure out who was in the tank at first, and then I realized that the dude the guy standing at the, the computer was the yellow haired mod guy. I was like, fuck me, dude. This is going to be fucking uh, Cobb Vanth. And then it shows Cobb Vanth. And I was like, God damn it, dude. I watched Timothy that Alphine, scene. right? Yeah, Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. I watched that scene about eight times before I figured out who it exactly was. Because I was like oh. staring at my screen. <laughs> I'm like, who is that in there? I hope it is not Cad Bane. Because that guy is scary looking. Bro, I love Cad Bane. He's... So here's the whole thing. When Django was killed in the Battle of Geonosis, Django at the time was the galaxy's greatest bounty hunter. He There was no one better than him. He charged... He, he only took certain jobs. He charged tons of money. And the only reason he took the job that led to him being the template for the clone army was because Count Dooku, um, Christopher Lee, agreed to give Django an unaltered clone, essentially a child. And Django was like, I can't do this forever. I want to pass on what I've learned and I, you know, I want a family. And so he gets Boba and they also pay him a shitload of money. That's why Boba never has to worry about credits. He even says so at the end of episode four. Yeah, he does. He's like, I credit. I don't have to worry about credits. What I need is muscle. Um, so Django has a fuck ton of money, but yeah. I, so when the, when Django is killed by Mace Windu, 
a lot of other bounty hunters step up and you see a lot of those bounty hunters step up in the show the clone wars which bridges the gap between episode two and episode three it talks about what actually happened during the war it's where ahsoka came from it's where cad bane came from it's where pre vizsla and most of the dark saber lore came from it's how you find out that darth maul is still alive um there's a lot of stuff in there but in the first episode of season two there is a group of bounty hunters that are hired to kidnap a bunch of senators on Coruscant in the Senate Rotunda, and they're led by Cad Bane. His species is called Duros. They're from a planet called Duro, and he became known as the greatest bounty hunter after Jango Fett, and he fucking hated that everybody said after Jango Fett every time they talked about him. And so he he just became ruthless and angry and sadistic. He wasn't really sadistic. He didn't like toy with people or whatever, but he took like jobs. No one with a conscience or ethical compass or moral compass would ever take. And so that's why it was such a huge deal to see him in this show was a, oh my God, he's still alive. And B, dude, now we get to see the son of the greatest bounty hunter fight the current greatest bounty hunter. And it's my understanding that he was in, like, he's been in Rebels and Clone Wars, and, like, he's been in, like, a lot of Star Wars stuff outside of, like, not just the books or something. Like, yeah, not so deep, he was deep extended canon, but, like, shit that people have seen, right? Yeah, well, he came from the show Clone Wars, and then he showed up in Rebels, and I believe he was also, I didn't finish, um... God, what is Legends? It, it, no, it Eric, called, what or? is the other show that just Are came you out? Are talking about the the Resistance? No, I hated that show. That was oh, a terrible Bad show. Batch. No, bad Batch. Bad That's Batch. what it was. Yeah. Bad Batch. He shows yeah, up yeah, in the Bad, bad Batch, Batch too, and it shows he's a quick draw artist. He's a gunslinger. He outdraws like the fastest member of Bad Batch. That's pretty cool that he's. Uh, I mean, I don't know him because I haven't seen all of those extended canon shows, yeah. but. Uh, I, I know like other people outside of you who were like real stoked about this. Mm-hmm. So like this was a thing. So I was, yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm going to move us. Can into... I add one thing to that? Actually? Yes, please. please. Eric. Yeah. So um, af- after season uh, episode four of book of Boba, when he says he needs muscle, even though we all knew it was pertaining to the Mandalorian because you heard the music, you heard, Basically, that's where Fennec Shan was even talking about. Yeah, yeah. I had a hope, and I, it was just a hope, but I had a hope that it was either going to be Cad Bane, Dengar, or Bosk. Because all three Every, of them so, could have been could have been available. Dude, that's the thing. Everybody thought there were polls everywhere on all the Reddits I follow, on all the Instagram posts that I saw. Everybody was like, I know where we can get some muscle. Cad Bane. And I was like, dude, it would be cool, but I don't think that's a job Cad Bane would take. Because he doesn't care about Boba's like righteous fight or whatever, like wanting to protect the city. It made more sense for him to show up as a hired gun for the Pikes. And so I am glad that I, I do like that that's how they did that. Um, but you're right. Yeah, as soon as they play, as soon as they played the Mandalorian theme, I was like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly I was, what I said. I was a happy girl, which does does lead us nicely into the next section of this um, to talk about how the show surprise whoopsie awesome yay turned into the Mandalorian towards the end. Because yeah. I was like, all right, like I I like I say, 
I started enjoying this a little bit more when he made the stick, right? I liked that a lot. Um, and there were elements of the beginning of this that I liked, but I was confused for a couple episodes. And then like episodes one and two were iffy for me. Episodes three and four, I was like starting to get with it, right? It was getting, it was definitely improving. And then episode five hit and I was like, what? Like, and I, and I live texted you the whole thing, right? Yeah, but did. I was stoked. And it really speaks to like, the Mandalorian's a good show, huh? Because I was stoked when this turned into season three, episode one of The Mandalorian. I was like, I'm fucking here for Dude, this. Like, that's basically how I felt about this. Once episode five started, I was like, this is just The Mandalorian season 2.5. Right. And so here's the question that I want to pose on kind of my thesis on this show. It's like, it, it seemed like when Mandalorian season two ended, we weren't positive we were getting a season three, right? Or where it would go, like what the direction of that would be now that they were separate and what this was going to be about. And we had Boba Fett suddenly, right? And it was like, so what is this all going to be about? And then it said at the end credits, it was like, and Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, coming soon, Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, and so it was like, so is this where this is going? Like, are we going to still, like, is this the main thing now? And no, I think this was just sort of a bridge and I loved it of like, give us a character that, everybody really likes and you fill in that Boba Fett story and we get to see like all this nostalgic stuff from the original series. And then also Loki get through three episodes of like bringing Grogu and, and Mando back together and just like do that in another show. So we don't even have to fuck with it. Like we just walk in with them together in that awesome shaped spaceship from Naboo. Like that's so cool. We don't even have to fuck around at the start of Mandalorian season three. Dude, so I was, was the per- what was the purpose show. of this? Was this just to bridge so the Mandalorian? I'm going to let Eric answer this first. Color? Yeah. Well, I, I'd have to say, yeah, I feel like that's um, Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy um, sort of thought process here. The first four episodes were kind of building Boba Fett back up to what his um, his notoriety was. And then said, oh, you know what? We need to we need to really pump pump some more um some more fans into this so let's throw grogu back in um let's throw let's throw something from the phantom menace back in so i i really think that it was a bridge show there was no um there there's i don't think there's going to be a book of boba after this right i was going to ask that is there going to be a season two of the show no right if there is mandalorian season three (laughs) Well, we're we already it's already confirmed we're getting a Mandalorian season three. We already knew that. Yeah. That right, is right. most likely gonna be about him working with Bo Katan to rebuild Mandalore. Because technically he is Mandalore right now. To kind of explain how the culture works. The planet is called Mandalore. But the leader of the Mandalorian clans, the greatest of them all, is called Mand comma Alor. And it means Mando, or it means warrior leader. And he won that fight and in he won five, that. so he's in charge. Okay. Well, no, he already had the Darksaber, so it shows he has the right to lead the Mandalorians right. on Mandalore. But Bo-Katan actually explains it in the final episode of Mandalorian Season 2. The leader of Mandalore only has that right if they won the Darksaber in combat. And right. Mando did that when he beat the shit out of Moff Gideon and took the sword from him. But right. he didn't kill him. 
And Bo-Katan had spent that whole episode talking about how she only wants Gideon and she only wants the Darksaber. And so when Mando tries to give it to her, she and everyone else in that room, except for Mando, because he doesn't know he's in a Star Wars show. (laughs) (laughs) They all are like, bruh, she can't take this. Like, she can't just take it from your hand. She didn't win it in an honorable fight because they either have to be disarmed or killed. So she's coming back to fight. She's got to come back. Or he's got to go to her and be like, okay, we got to fight this out in some way. That and I'm going to, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, if there is a book of Boba Fett season two, the only logical explanation or the only logical plot line they could really use is Boba Fett assisting the fledgling resistance with finding out what is happening with all these kidnapped children that will eventually become the stormtroopers that are brainwashed right, into that's happening. Yeah. Cause they're all these kids are being kidnapped by the first order often on the unknown regions. And so that means we can get, we can get Han Solo cameos. We can get Lando Calrissian cameos. I don't think that's going to happen. You know I what I think is going to happen? I think we're not going to get a book of Boba season two, but we're getting Mando season three and we're getting the Ahsoka show. So I yeah. think what's going to happen is because we can't get away from Tatooine, right? We can't. Like it's we true. have to keep going back to motherfucking Tatooine. So book of <laughs> Boba Fett is just like, let us establish like a nice homey feeling on Tatooine so that when we inevitably come here, like every three episodes, there's uh, you know, somebody we can meet and like, sh- we've got what's her name with the droids. And now we've got Boba and, and what's I don't her know name her that name. That's so crazy. I, I, I don't think it's like Ma or something Ma or mag or something like that. I wanted to say it was like Maz, but I know that Maz is that's not Maz Kanata. Her. That's the yeah, that's the orange skinned lady. But that, it is something like that yeah. with the big eyes. Anyway, I the huge. Eyes. I think that's what's going to happen. I don't think we need a book of Boba Fett season two because I think we'll fucking come back to Boba Fett like every two or three episodes and all the other Star Wars shows because we can't fucking help it. I think that's what's going to happen, and we'll get plenty of adventures on Tatooine that he'll get to help out with because we're just going to keep going back there because it's just we're just in some kind of Groundhog Day hell in Tatooine. Maybe it's cheaper to, uh, to, to film, film in the, in the desert. desert. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Of course it, of course that's what's going on, but it's like you guys, like they have that, they have all that technology they use for the Mandalorian with the screen or whatever. Like they do not need to be out in the desert putting everything in fucking Tatooine. Anyway. Um, so I do think that that's what this show is, which is really cool. I actually am like, especially having seen it all the way through and see those last three episodes. I'm like, okay, so neat. This is like, cool. <laughs> we did a bunch of fan service, you know, give us us all some Boba Fett stuff. That's awesome. And also I just kind of like the way they're approaching the connected Star Wars universe. Very different from how they're doing Marvel, um, which is good. It feels distinct um and speaking of which not to divert us very much but i do want to throw this out there for anybody who didn't see this um if you haven't had a chance to watch any of the netflix marvel shows you need to do so by march 1st because they are all coming off of netflix just a little shout out for anybody who didn't know that it was announced today was important news today it was actually yeah also not related in any way but it was just brought to my attention that the queen of england has covid so if she survives that it's guaranteed she's immortal or she has oh, a back to tank. 
Well, okay. So this is all like coming at you live. Coming at you live. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Live right. in front of We're the We're going to circle back to that. Audience. However, I would like to engage in something that is becoming a bit of a tradition. Um, oh, God. One day, maybe I'll understand, but I am going to need you to explain to me again. Like, Grogu deserves love. Why oh, can we 100%. not? Like, why are the Jedi doing this? Like, why is it like you can be a Mandalorian <laughs> or a Jedi? Fuck you. You have to pick. You're not allowed to have connections. You can't have any love. That'll turn you evil. And I'm like, Luke, you loved Han and Leia and you were fine mostly. Like, what the? F- I just, why? Grogu deserves love. And I am proud of him for going to get it. I fuck, fuck the Jedi is what I think. I convince me, convince me otherwise that I shouldn't be irate at the Jedi's terrible practices. So, first of all, you're asking the wrong person to convince you otherwise. I have a fucking Sith Empire flag hanging in my. Yeah, you hate this shit too, right? Like, I'm not crazy. Yeah, no, I just, so. Eric, where are you? Yeah, I'm gonna let Eric. Why should I not hate the Jedi? It's, yeah. it's really tough for me, guys, because I'd, ha- I'd have to say I'm with Scott on this. Um, every single lightsaber-wielding uh, Sith is in, in my top ten. I Thank mean, you. My, my, one of my all-time favorites, other than Darth Vader, is Count Dooku. And that's Let's because he, he, took from one, cool. he took from one side, and he's like, um, nah, you know what? I kind of I don't like this anymore. Like, I'm not exploring the Force. I'm set in my rule book and i'm oh and uh i have a little green guy telling me what to do yeah i'm not i'm not digging this <laughs> i'm sorry i mean i I, I i love the i love yoda i love i mean the whole jedi thing is really awesome but it reminds me a lot of kind of a a wayward religion it just it just well, like it it's yeah. set it's set in its ways and Unfortunately, Luke is doing the exact same thing, which I mean, unfortunately, brings us back to the uh, sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Luke had love. Luke defied Yoda and like left before his training was finished, and then like according to Scott, offline came back and finished his training, which I still contend that he did not. Dude, do. oh my god, we I'm he not getting not. into There's this with you about right the now. Movie that shows me that that happened. I, I but. Luke was like, I don't understand why Luke is like such a proponent of this after having been like, I feel like very much like Anakin kind of pushing against that. That's like a lot of what Empire was for him, right? Is yes. being like, no, I love my friends. I'm going to go help them and not turning evil the way that Anakin did. So like, why is he like Grogu? You have to choose like what a fucking douchebag. And why is Ahsoka saying that? Isn't she not even a Jedi? She's not. She actually walked out on the Jedi because. So why does she fucking? What is going on? She I'm wants upset. to see the Jedi reborn, to be better than what they were. Little brief history on Ahsoka. Ahsoka was accused of. She was basically framed for the murder of multiple Jedi and the bombing of the Jedi Temple, when it was actually another Jedi apprentice named, named Barris Ophi. Um, she was basically framing Ahsoka because she had become disillusioned with the Jedi because of the war. Eventually they find out, but the Jedi council does not believe it's not Ahsoka. And she's like, you guys literally didn't believe me. You 100% lost faith in me. I I don't want to be around this shit anymore. Are you fucking serious? And so she becomes a freedom fighter. Eventually during the rebellion, she becomes known as Fulcrum 
and then reveals herself to Kanan Jarrus and Ezra Bridger uh, as an ex-Jedi, and she trains Ezra Bridger sort of in the Jedi way, in the in the ways of the Force. She doesn't train him to be a Jedi because she's not a Jedi. That's and this is such a horrendous explanation, and I fuck. It's one of the main reasons I hate Rebels. It's why she has white lightsabers is because she's not aligned to any side. Yes, she is. She fucking fights for the light side. She fights for what's good. She fights for what's right. It's that's so stupid that the show implies that you have to be. Uh, if you say you're not a Jedi, you're boom. Your lightsabers are white. But as soon as you're like, I'm a Jedi, it's like boom, green, red, or green, yellow, blue. But if you're the bad guy, it's only red, which is so fucking not true. I think the idea that the kyber crystal is clear until you choose your path and then it chooses the color is the dumbest fucking thing on the face of the earth. And I'm getting on a rant and I fucking I'm about know to it. rein you in. I know. Anyway. I'm, le- I'm letting you go because I did a lot of ranting today. No, I'm that's about fine. To rein you in. <laughs> that's fine. It just I'm anyways. Like, the what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, but okay. So anyway, so yes, like so Luke. Yeah. So Luke is Luke is trying, you have to remember, and the only information we have is, unfortunately, the sequel trilogy. Luke is on his own now. There is no one to help him rebuild the Jedi Order. He has no clue what he's doing. He has only these sacred Jedi texts and the planet Octo. Which is where he actually have those texts yet? Because when I don't know. when you see those droids, I don't see anything else with him other than I mean maybe Just they're in, maybe they're in uh, Red Five. I don't know, but they're it's it's very limited on what we know what he actually does have or not. Yeah, and that's the thing we have zero clue what he's doing except that he's trying to build the Jedi Order exactly the way it was when they fell. And that's the story. That's the fucking lesson that the sequel trilogy is trying to prove. Like you don't have to doing things by the past means you're just repeating it. You have to move forward and you have to be better than the past. And that's so stupid because Luke originally was the pillar of hope. He could not be deterred. Vader literally told him to his face. You're wrong. I'm part of the dark side. I serve my master. And he's like, you're full of shit. You're going to have to kill me if you actually believe that. But then he randomly is just like, no, dude, we can't have any like change in the Jedi code. Everything has to be the way it was. And I'm just like, dude, you fought for your friends instead of fighting or instead of continuing to train with Yoda. But this fucking kid can't come back and train with you. Right. And like, can't have like, why can't he aim to be? like a Mandalorian Jedi. Like there have been Mandalorian Jedi. So that's the whole fucking yes, they have. That's the where the dark, dark saber, saber came from. Yeah. So it's like, why is this? Cause Luke fucking is an idiot maybe, but I just, yes, I yes. felt like that sucked for Grogu and I love Grogu a lot. And I was really upset about that. And I think we kind of all were. Yeah. And I think that I represent a lot of like Joe Schmo. I know nothing about star Wars people who were like, <laughs> don't be mean to baby Yoda. Like there's like millions of people that watched this, that that was their takeaway. I'm certain. So I, that was really how I felt about it was just more of this from the Jedi that I hope that star Wars as a whole finds a way to fucking confront like in the upcoming shows. Cause I am noticing it as we've, I I've always felt this way about the Jedi, but while we've been doing it on the podcast, 
really feeling like this is a loop that they should close like in the movies in the canon that is like presented directly to right me. like yeah. i you know and it sounds like in the shows and stuff too and the animated i just i feel like star wars needs to confront this issue more meaningfully because this is some bullshit now that grogu has had to like grogu walked out on luke skywalker grogu took that x-wing and said fuck you and peaced out <laughs> He mic dropped on Luke fucking Skywalker and walked out. He said, no, thank you. I love Mando. He's my dad. And I'm going to wear this chainmail shirt and fuck you. And went and like, yeah, Grogu is, is the hero we deserve. Like I fucking love, like that was awesome. (laughs) Fuck you, Luke. (laughs) And they're back together. And it was so cute. He's in that awesome ship. And I'm just like, and he took a nap with the, and I just, honest to God, every time he was on screen, I completely forgot about Boba Fett. Whatever was happening. Show. I'm like, I, I actually know. don't care about any of that. I'm like, cool, whatever, Boba. Like, I just, it was, he's so much the star of, like, all life. Eric, I'm going to let you say what you were about to say, but I do want to point something out that I feel like a lot of people haven't actually put together yet. Mando's new ship does not allow him to continue his bounty hunter profession. No, he, it doesn't. He, he cannot can't take transport prisoners. people in that ship. Yes. That's correct. But it lets him bring baby Yoda in the yeah, back where R2D2 used to stand. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> I'm sorry, Eric, please. What were you going to say? Um, for Well, no, you're, you're totally fine. The first thing I was going to say, did any, and I know this is going to really nerd me out with the, with the audience, but when you saw Grogu wearing his chainmail shirt, did anybody uh, think, think like, he's wearing me? Um, hey, uh, is a is a cave troll gonna stab him, dude? I was waiting for like, it. Like Frodo, I, was waiting I for mean, it so bad. So I'm I'm waiting. I'm he's like, wearing is the words of the, the Shire rain... on his chest. <laughs> exactly. I mean, is the Rancor gonna stab him with his uh, with his little um, little talon? I uh, that's the first thing I thought. They um, did line that up, huh? For him, I kind of was waiting for him to get on. like shot or a grazed like stray bullet to hit him or something like that, and it bounce off, and then just be like, "Oh my god, it worked!" But then also, I feel like the sight of Baby Yoda getting shot in the chest would have been so. <laughs> Don't horrendous. say that out loud. <laughs> no, know. you know what? Hearing that out loud, I'm certain that's not okay to put on television. That's even <laughs> just hearing that. I'm like, absolutely not. So no, that's not okay. Um, in any way shape or form actually while i appreciate the lord of the rings reference deeply um i was i'm very invested in that emotional relationship and that's what i was really taking away like when they showed the the chain mail i was like oh my god it's because he loves you (laughs) i wasn't thinking he was gonna get hurt like at all (laughs) damn it like i just and i I, I harp on this because I, I think I represent like a large portion of the viewing. I feel like you do. <laughs> you really I, do. I would I would agree that I mean if you're watching this for the first time or you're like who is Boba Fett? I wasn't watching like the, the, of the Jedi. Um, yeah, you're like oh no, it's just Baby Yoda. We don't even call him Grogu. It's just Baby Yoda. Yeah, we know his name, and everyone still is referring to him. The hashtag still came back after this episode. It did, and and bless them. Twitter's tried to put like the baby Yoda face, like the emoji that comes with it, is on yeah. hashtag Grogu, not hashtag baby Yoda. But it's like try, yeah, you bet. Like yeah. I, it still needs, you know. To and be there. I liked the meta joke about that in this episode, where what's her name, who we don't know what her name is, and for some reason no one's looking. I'm it pretty up. sure it was, it's Mag. Uh, sure. So Mag was like, uh, you know, she's like Grogu. That's horrible. I'm not calling you that. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Yeah. You and me both, even though I I fluctuate. I don't know. The more it's emotional I get, the more it's baby Yoda. It I didn't like it when I first heard it because I was like, this is just that's weird. Such an ugly name. Yeah. I was fine with calling him the child or baby Yoda, which is ironic because I, I have a baby Yoda stuffed animal where he's wearing a Christmas sweater with one of those one eyed frogs on it. Oh my God. It's right here on my desk. I can't believe I never showed you. I have to send it to you. I think I, think I did I show you when I bought it in Target. It. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you sent me the picture from Target. Yeah. <laughs> I bought I it. Have I was fucking, like, I'm not letting this go. I love him so much. <laughs> I was, I was really happy every moment that he was on screen. I really liked the last, the big last battle. I really liked everything they did with the Rancor actually. Um, yeah. Actually, when we first saw the Rancor pit and we were in Jabba's palace, I was like, I want to like take my eyes out right now. I was like, I am so fucking tired of Tatooine. I fucking hate it here. I hate, like, I was so upset just to be rehashing all this bullshit. And I was like, oh my God, things that happened in Return of the Jedi. Like, fuck. And then they introduced, what's his name? Who's Danny in everything? Trejo. Yeah. And he, and like, I was that, I was like, okay. I'm I did not see that cameo coming at all. I was like, Whoa. me either. And it was awesome. Everything then about the Rancor, I was like, no, you know what? This actually is how you do throwback stuff really well. Because I was pissed. I was like, this fucking, like, I don't want to do the throwback. But that's how you do it correctly. It was done so well. And then having the Rancor, like, I I mean, you saw my text, right? I'm texting yeah. Scott. And I'm like, oh, y'all are fucked now. Like, this is <laughs> the end of this awesome. episode. <laughs> I was having a great time. So I thought that that actually was a good example of how to do this rehashy Star Wars stuff. I was actually really happy with that in the finale yeah i and i liked mando's face like even behind his helmet but like you could feel it of him but when he sees Grogu, oh, yeah. he's, he's like, like what, what the fuck doing is he here? doing here oh my god like they're running out they're on this like ridiculous horse and buggy and like and grogu hugs and just i i really liked the finale i did too for all intents and purposes like it had flaws i i'm just gonna say this sure. right now and i said this earlier i fucking hate the mods the street bike gang with all the like cybernetic the parts fuck? and shit that came from a different show entirely dude their guns are so stupid their fucking their bikes look so idiotic it, it just it the very first time i ever saw them it immediately took me out of the show i was just like what is this dude and I've seen so many edits on TikTok and like YouTube and shit of people like putting the Power Rangers theme song over them chasing him through the city. And that shit cracks <laughs> me up. So I actually yeah, I saw I one. Like I actually saw one um where it was uh it was a cut from Seinfeld and it was uh it was um Jerry, he was uh racing some people some old people in yeah. uh, scooters. I and saw they that were one. playing the Boba Fett um the theme and I go um yeah that's pretty much how i felt it dude and like, like, that is so slow. So slow. it is it was so fucking slow it was a weird they were weird they were a weird element all of the kind of crime syndicate characters like kind of everyone who wasn't in the mandalorian i was a little oh, bit yeah. like who the fuck like what is going on right now i just all of I just did not follow all of those machinations of like who's who and what's like the political and, and that's the problem. Like yeah. Underworld storyline. That was the part that I struggled with the most for sure, but they more than made up for it with baby Yoda took a nap with the rancor. Yeah. This is pretty <laughs> awesome. 
they more than made up for any of the issues. Like, I really came out of that stoked. I enjoyed that a lot. And then in the end was really, like, I just, I really, like, I'm going to stop. No, I I, I actually that. agree with you on that one. I don't, <laughs> I don't normally go in for, the, like, the cute factor in Star Wars, but him tapping on the window with the ball from the Razor Crest was one of the <laughs> fucking, that was so fucking hilarious and so Baby boring. Yoda deserves love. <laughs> That's what we're going to pull away from this episode. That is really my biggest takeaway from the book of Boba Fett. That's what I, you know, and also like a little bit, fuck you, Luke Skywalker, a little bit. Yeah, I'm kind of here for that. And the Jedi as a whole. It just, it's like, it's a bad plan, man. Support. It's just, it's a terrible plan. I think that I need to see some stories from like the old Republic. Yeah. Um, and maybe we'll talk offline and I'll chase something down because I would like to see what I think of the Jedi from then, like when they were just like operating. Yeah. I would really like to see some stories of the Jedi when they were like a thing that was happening and it wasn't like they're like, you know what I mean? We have none of that except for, I guess, episode one, sort of. Yeah. That's basically two ish, two ish, like the first half but of that's two. Like the we're downfall. Like, oh, like I want to yeah. see it when we're not in imminent fate you know what i mean i would like to just see a storyline set in like this is a thing that's happening so i can decide how i feel about the jedi a little bit more because right now i'm feeling very poo-poo about the jedi (laughs) i really am that made me think of madeline i that's that's the reference i was making good okay thank god that one's for you amanda i remember madeline something isn't right something is quite wrong is not right that's what that's what they say in madeline anyway um how did that how did all right i don't yeah should we make a list of most obscure random shit that's ever i think we should that's definitely on there for sure eric do you know what madeline is no i don't i i've been uh i've been i've been writing my my thought because i kept forgetting what i wanted to say (laughs) okay because i keep talking about a bunch of bullshit how about jump in what did you want to add well um (laughs) i'm talking about madeline no 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 which is a children's book from the or any go on yes from france i don't know that it's from france is it just about it takes france? place in france I, whatever yeah i'm not sure that it's from france it might be all right i'm gonna be. stop go on eric no 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 you're it's fine unrelated. um well i so i i keep i keep circling back to the like how if we're gonna get a season three of boba fett i mean season two of boba fett and the only other thing, I mean, I don't, I like, I like I said before, I don't think we're going to, but I think another way to put him into this is maybe, um, like Scott said from Legends, that he goes out, he he goes to take over Mandalore. Maybe he win, um, he wins the dark saber over over uh, Din Djarin because he feels like he has a more honorable cause than Din Djarin does. So and the maybe only... that's why the allegiance of the Darksaber is not as um, gung-ho with uh, Mando. First of all, I'm going to stop you right there because it's not the Elder Wand. <laughs> and this whole allegiance thing needs to stop because I keep the reading about wand, it and it's it. really starting to piss me off. Well, I'm confused about that because it was very... It becomes um... really heavy for him. Yeah, and I don't yeah, understand that. I don't get it, but... It seemed like if you're like confident in yourself and you believe in true love or something, it'll be faster. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. The only thing I can think is they're know. scientifically trying to explain how this the crystal is 
black and it was using dark matter as the blade. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. And that they're oh, trying I to say that dark that matter is gravitationally insanely heavy. But then they I totally think. ruined that by her saying, oh, it gets heavier every time you don't believe in your skill. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. This yeah, is Yeah, it's like so the same dumb. thing that keeps Tinkerbell alive. It's yeah. like, uh, yeah. If I no, clap really hard, will the dark sable turn back on? <laughs> he needs to I mean, believe in himself. Does it's anybody really like the armor, arm, uh, armor anyway? I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. She's, I did until she's, she's like, so... you taking your helm off? Get the fuck out of here exactly yeah that's right that fucking happened in this show that was ridiculous yeah. but you know what all of them are the worst it's all basically organized religion he should run off with grogo and just start a family so that's like, basically what he's gonna do the problem is he is right because like, he can't take them back to be mid- i'm sorry i'm, he can, though. I'm just no, like i hadn't really fine. put that together i kind of forgot the uh, only way he can okay, is yeah. she tells him that he has to cleanse himself in the pools below mandalore and the only way to do right. that is on Mandalore. So that's what right. season three is going to be about. Yeah, he's... No, M- Mando D- Din Djarin, yes? yes? He deserves to be... Good job, uh, wow. Think, I just heard it, Eric said it. <laughs> I know, but I've said names that you've been like, I don't even know who we're talking about right now. <laughs> uh, a lot, but yeah. it's been... I've been... I follow, though. But um, Star Wars is the worst one for me of all the things I'm bad at names with. But don't you guys worry. When Lord of the Rings comes out, I can... I can tell you. She can spit some Kellabrimbors from your Kellaborns. Look at you, fine. But, uh, but okay, so that actually. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Doran. (laughs) Sons of Doran. (laughs) Okay, and like Doran's going to be in the show. Shut up. Anyway, we're trying to. (laughs) God. So, um,. That tracks for me, and I had kind of not put that together that, yeah, like he can't go back to to what's her name anymore he can't be a member of their mandalorian sect they're they're a bunch of they're out there anyway you know what i mean like they're like extremists the two yeah honestly he wouldn't i don't know why he would want to go back to just her and um tarvisla i think his name is tarvisla he's the guy that was voiced by uh john favreau in season one of mandalorian but then for some reason, he's not voiced by John Favreau in the Book of Boba Fett. It was weird. That is a little odd. I don't know, I, maybe but... he got double booked for Spider Man. Probably. Oh yeah, that's a good point. It does make sense though that he's um, gonna go to Mandalore to like redeem himself because yeah. he definitely still cares about the way and everything. Yep. And he'll meet and, back up like, with Bo Katan. Yeah. You're probably right. And there will be a fight for the, like, she's going to want to be doing the same thing. And, but he needs to do it in order. Yeah. Okay. I can see the plot of this now. So that makes sense. So that's how this is going to, because one of my questions was like, what are the big implications for Mandalor- Man- Mandalorian season three? And that kind of is it, huh? That's the biggest thing. I just was forgetting thing. that yeah. he got exiled. I spaced that. Yeah. It's um, small stuff that made me start thinking about it. Like, again, number one was his ship. He cannot continue being a bounty hunter. No, you're absolutely right. And that's that's a really good connect the dots, actually. To And it's cool. It keeps the show moving forward. Yeah. Like, John Favreau is, like, a genius, right? Bro, he's, he's, he, I love him. I can't even put into words how I feel about him. Like, the idea of creating this middle show that's, like, not going to become a series probably on its own, but with this mm-hmm. really popular character that just, like, adds this little bit of flavor and gives us this like really nice springboard into like the better show that everyone really wants to see i mean the fact that we're not going to spend 
three episodes out of a, you know, what? How many seasons is Mandalorian? Eight or how many episodes? Like uh, Mandalorian was like twelve or thirteen. Was it okay? Yeah. Well, still, I still don't want to spend three of them doing what we did in episodes five through seven of Boba Fett, oh, and we oh, got yeah. like a cool story about Boba Fett, kind of, right? Kind of, and we got that all out of the way. Like, I, I it's really. It's fascinating the way they're doing it. It's different from how they're doing Marvel. I like it. So here, and I, I do actually really like it too. And here's the thing that I think, first of all, I know you're going to really love this because it, everybody is sleeping on it right now, except for the people who like actually appreciate it. Um, We need to give a legitimate shout out to Bryce Dallas Chastain because the three best episodes yeah. in every single one of these shows has been directed by her. Yeah, did she direct all th- all of the last three? She directed the fifth episode, which is the one that's all about Din. I really liked that episode, and I I saw her in the credits. So so who actually is it? It's Bryce Dallas Howard. Howard, Bryce Dallas Howard. Okay, excellent, excellent. Yeah. Um, which is the one who's in Jurassic Park? <laughs> yeah. Just to give her like her for real dues, even though in perpetuity I will be calling no, them Bryce Dallas Chastain. Bryce Dallas yeah. Chastain. Um, but yeah, okay, good to differentiate, especially because she just got her Jurassic World trailer, which looks um, dope. Which was, I want to, I want to yeah. give a little shout out to that <laughs> one too. Jurassic World, that looks really cool. Um, we'll be here for that in June. But anyway, yeah, I I thought this was a cool way of doing this, and yes, shout out to Bryce Dallas Howard for um making some really cool TV. I totally agree. So thank you, Eric. I was actually waiting for you to say something because I was going to be well, really upset if you didn't. Well, no, I, I, I really enjoyed her episodes. I uh, not to mention, I mean, she's on Instagram. You always know when she has an episode because she'll post the day after saying, Hey, I directed that episode. Or, oh, yeah. mean, obviously you see it. Um, but I will say on the director standpoint, please don't let Rich, uh, Rich Rodriguez do anymore because he's, he's behind our, our good friends, the mods. And I don't oh. want any more of that. That was so weird. Oh, God damn it. It just didn't feel like star wars they genuinely look like fucking tricycles it didn't look anything like star wars and it was the color palette especially and i'm like i'm sorry you just don't get to introduce that especially not if it's going to be this timeline like yeah, this point exactly. in the timeline like if they yep. want to give me something from before uh before the fall of the senate i'm cool if like, it had been this- this post-apocalyptic Star Wars shit has to be there after episode four. It just fucking does. That's the thing. It it has to exist in a sensible way. Like when he finds the mod, like quote unquote tattoo parlor, that makes sense because that's their spot. That's where they all are. But then for them to just randomly be in Mos Espa too with these bright ass colors is <laughs> like fucking like, stupid. It just didn't work. You know, it would have been fine if it was like, and I hated this, so don't worry, don't don't jump on me, because I hated it, but the uh, the casino in the sequel series. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, like the worst <laughs> thing that ever happened to Star Wars, but if they put it there, it's like, okay, cool, but if to put it on Tatooine in this part of the timeline, it's just like, guys, if you don't want to be on Tatooine, you know, we don't, we have, don't to have to be. We don't here. fucking have to be here. You want to do something like this, we can do it, but it doesn't make any sense on... Tatooine, which is where we are still. <laughs> I cannot wait for the Kenobi show to come out and her just to be shitting bricks for the I'm first like two st- episodes. Dude, no, it's the whole reason I'm pissed about the Kenobi show. I don't give a fuck because I don't want to be on Tatooine. <laughs> I don't think Tired we'll be there very long. 
so exhausted with here's the good news sand planet ahsoka will have no reason to go there well you know what i bet you right fucking now i will buy you uber eats i'll send you dinner i'll send you water if she shows up there god damn yeah, you, matt if, if fuck she... off this is directed right at matt i don't care about anybody else matt fuck he you for this. constantly talking about whataburger because that's all i've been thinking about all <laughs> fucking day low-key it's all i've been thinking about too dude it's pissing me off so bad <laughs> i don't know if anybody could tell because i just got a little <laughs> animated right there but yeah but i will i will get you that burger uh if she doesn't go to tatooine i bet you fucking anything she goes to tatooine just on the principle that we all have to i promise oh you she goes to tatooine the good she'll news probably is... go to talk to boba fett but i know what happened in grogo <laughs> God I'm not even it. kidding. No, I swear I to God, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I will buy you dinner if Dude. I'm wrong. All right. I'll buy you dinner if you are wrong. Deal. All right. Burgers. Burgers all around. Burger of our choosing. Let's go. Delivered you heard it here live place. recorded. Fucking right, man. Uh, so, no, I'm for real about that. She'll, she's going to, you're going to owe me a burger. I'm going to hold you to it, too. I'm going to make fine. you get me a burger. I'm going to hold you to it, too. Mm. Shake Shack for be, me. It's going to be good. Mm. oh i might do that too anyway okay so um do we have anything else that we i honestly i feel like we really have covered just about anything i i'm gonna start i'm gonna end it like this this was not terrible it had great moments i loved seeing cad bane walk out of the desert first of all or like as a side note if you if you want to title anything badass ever again You'll never be able to do it because the episode that he shows up is titled Out of the Desert Comes a Stranger. And that is the sickest fucking Western title I've ever heard in my life or your it's life. It's true. It's true. Or mine. It was really cool. Yeah. I, I loved everything about it. I loved the whole Cobb Vanth saying think it through thing. And then he still shot the guy. <laughs> it was it just it. There were really good, really fun parts to this show but there were a lot of things that i wish had been done differently there are major things that i do not have answers to and i yeah i just i want to know eric i want to know your your rating out of 10 for this first and then i'll give mine but um yeah i i think rating rating for me um would be would be an eight and I, I go a little wow. high on this, and that's I, I am a little biased towards Boba Fett, that's but fair. I give it an eight because it does service to, it does major service to the uh, original trilogy. And I mean, for me, um, that's what I was growing up on. I didn't, I never really liked the uh, the prequels, and I have strong reservations against the sequels. So you're coming back for the sequels then. I have very strong reservations. You're not invited. I'm not allowed. Actually, I don't know if I ever told you that. Yeah, I forgot about that. Sorry, Eric. You can come on and talk to her about it. But I've actually like it was like the third. That's not allowed. I'm not allowed to be on those episodes. No, I'm just kidding. You're obviously. Well, I I mean, Scott, it's it's not like it. It's not like it's Star Wars. I'm not gonna not like it. But it's it's um no no but. When you when you take a character, and I, I'm going to go on a huge tangent. I, I apologize. Already. No, go for it, dude. Um, That's what if you're you take for. a character like Luke Skywalker, and you take him, the first, last time we saw this guy was Re, uh, Return of the Jedi, and you take him, and now he's sitting on an island by himself, cut off from the Force. 
playing and low he with me. has no I I mean doesn't care about anything in the entire galaxy other than milking his weird little aliens and oh my God. Uh, hopping hopping across the uh the little ocean thing and his X Wings in the ocean. I mean what I, how demeaning can you make the Seriously. most powerful character in Star Wars? Like no, I, I just I'm right don't there with get you, it. Dude. I'm right there with you. I digress. Eric and I are my, both not allowed my... on this episode. <laughs> I, I will save this for when we talk about it. But like I, f- I feel you guys, and I think there's a very interesting conversation for us to have about that when we get there. I agree. Because I agree with you like 85 percent on that statement about Luke. That is so way I think higher than I thought. <laughs> oh yeah no i mean i i get what you're saying i'm not like a stan of the sequels but we i think we'll have a very interesting conversation when we get there about what uh just the whole i mean okay i'm gonna move us on because we always get but yes down. i i will i will have to say that yes um boba fett for me eight out of ten did the ton of fan service for me um it got lost for me it got lost a little bit but um uh starting with number five but it, it made its way back and I mean, it was overall a uh, a good series for for me at least. So you were not loving episode five when it moved into the Mando stuff. Ep- episode five was a work of art, just in the wrong show. Got it. Okay, okay. I, I'm actually okay with that. That's a pretty good. I'm answer. really okay with that. I like that answer a lot because for my ratings for this, which I did not put in the document, I rate unbelievable. This is a professional amateur show. Okay. I know. I know. And I just, I, I, I kept it for the suspense for you. So yes, I know. <laughs> I am reading the, the book of Boba Fett. I would give like, like a six, if I'm being wicked generous. Yeah, I knew it. It's right, like a five eight point six, five eight. Five. Yeah. I think it's like a five eight, right? Okay, I'm gonna give the book of Boba Fett season one a five eight. However, I am giving the Mandalorian season two point five. Jesus, Christ. an eight and a half. Jesus, <laughs> I fucking loved episodes five, six, and seven of this show, and I just don't know how to reconcile it. Like, I think if I really had to give it like an overall, I'd be right in the middle, like a, maybe a seven point two or something, right? But. But I really felt some kind of way. I felt like episodes one and two were really bad. I really had a hard time with them. Like I'd probably give them like a four. And then I feel like I could give episodes three and four like a six. And then I feel like five, six, and seven was like all the way up there for me. It was so the show was all over the place. The good thing is that it got progressively better with every episode. I agree. And that in the end, what, like in retrospect and being able to see what they really did, which I'm very glad we did not do this weekly. Cause I think I would have been them. I agree. About yeah, it. no, we would, um, I would have cut out by three. I, I would have too. I wouldn't have wanted to do it. So I'm really glad that we're doing this with the benefit of hindsight, because with that, I'm really quite happy with what this show was. I just, there's certain episodes. I just don't feel like I would rewatch, but, um, and obviously haven't my comprehension. I did not get around to that rewatch. I, I am watching the Olympics. Um, <laughs> just am. And I'm not going to defend myself any more than I already have. That's fine. No, Why can't it just be about the skating? <laughs> that's, what, that's what Tanya Harding said in her movie. But anyway. Um, but yeah, I, in the benefit, with the fair. benefit of hindsight, I like what the show was overall. I was pretty happy with it. 
I have to agree with you. Honestly, I gave it a 6.8. Um, and only because I didn't want to do it for the meme, I didn't give it a 6.9. But honestly, <laughs> like I just felt like 7 was too high. Um, and I think the reason for that is because, yeah, it was a slow burn at the beginning. And then we just like were thrust into some badassery in 5, 6, yeah. and 7. And I think by the end of the show, it was fan service perfection. It was everything that I had kind of hoped would be as far as cameos. Because I'm going to be honest, I didn't expect a lot of cameos from this show. So the fact that we got as many as we did between Chrysanthemum and the twins and uh, fucking Cad Bane and Cobb Vanth coming back. I never expected Luke or Ahsoka to show up. I thought that was insane. No, me either. I didn't expect that. Yeah, I honestly didn't. And I knew who they were. Well, yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> but... I knew who like the twins were and stuff too, though, like the oh, characters well, yeah. from from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, um, I just there were things that I really liked, but there were too many things that I would have liked to have seen done differently for me to to score this any higher. And honestly, like like I said at the beginning, guys, if you think like we're wrong or there's something that you preferred let us know hit us up on twitter i've been slacking really bad on twitter lately and i'm really sorry about that so i need to get that picked up but um hit us up hit us up on the patreon too like you guys can comment on any of our stuff on patreon as well um hit us up on instagram Lindsay is always posting stuff and she's always lurking on instagram too um so am I, honestly. I'm just gonna be real. Now that I know that I can have two accounts on my app, I'm <laughs> Scott learned an Scott learned a lesson like he's like 65 years Dude, old I, over here. I thought you guys were I fucking with me. I can't so log hard. into two accounts. We're like, what are you talking about? I know. I'm such a fucking <laughs> idiot. But like that was funny. Yeah. That was a funny day. No, but I <laughs> as always with any of my guests, but especially with you, Eric, because I haven't gotten to talk to you since fantasy football ended. Fun fact for you, I'm the reason that Eric didn't progress in the playoffs, but whatever. I'm not going to bring that up. <laughs> it's a, it's a sore subject, up. Scott. Yeah. Sore, well, very sore subject. I know. Hey, at least neither of us took the tro- the donkey trophy home. That that's true. I don't I don't need to have it for uh, the, uh, two years in a row. That's fair. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm going to close this out before I let Lindsay take us out of here. Um, I I am not excited for the next kind of run of star wars shows coming i don't care about the rogue squadron show i don't care about the uh i really don't care about the ahsoka show unless it's about thrawn and her finding thrawn but i have a feeling if it is it's going to end with thrawn dying and i know he's a villain but he's one of my favorite star wars characters of all time and um his books are some of my favorite books both legends and current canon so if no one's read them i highly recommend you go out there and read them um but yeah until mandalorian season three comes out or or when we finish kenobi uh i'm gonna be pretty lukewarm on star wars unless something major happens but uh yeah other than that Lindsay, why don't you take us out of here oh i'm sorry hold on um and eric thank you so much for being here I I really appreciate it. I love I always love talking Star Wars, especially with people who know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. Despite the fact that Which I just not love, me. I know, but I love getting to teach Lindsay new stuff. But thank you so much for coming on. I I really do appreciate it. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it because I don't get to talk to people about Star Wars or just shoot it. So it's awesome. Yeah, man. Any episode you want to come on, if you go on our website or if honestly if you just text me you, you can be on any episode you want we got karate kid coming up on sunday 
Is we do. that include Cobra Kai? No, because neither no. of us have watched it. Oh, yes. guys, we got. This is a gotta, movie I may or may not even have you got to get on that case. I'm, I'm, I mean, co- I mean, Karate Kid. Don't get me wrong, and oh, great, but I think Cobra Kai just doubled on that. Maybe that's what I'll do all night tonight. I was going to start a new anime, but maybe I'll start Cobra Kai. It's so. I'm going to watch so games. Good. Yes, you are. And eventually, Karate Kid prior to Sunday sometime tomorrow. Probably should I'll be watching Karate Kid. I know it's not going to be tonight though. Um, but I will be watching the Karate Kid because that is what we're going to be covering next week. So thank you guys for joining us tonight. Thank you, Eric, for joining us tonight. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed yourselves and let us know if you agree about our stance on the Jedi. Um, but let's know where we're at on this issue. How much does star Wars need to resolve this? Um, but join us next week. We'll be doing karate kid. And by next week, I mean on Sunday because it is Friday and we're throwing this extra episode in. So join us on Sunday for karate kid. Um, Monday, I'm sorry, Monday. I'm a mess. I know Monday when the episode actually comes out, you guys can listen to karate kid. Um, subscribe wherever you're listening to podcasts, follow us on social media. All the links for the sites and the social media are in the episode description. If you want to support the podcast, check us out on Patreon or check out our website for all of the timeline goodies, past, present, and future. And until next time, stay nerdy. See you guys.